This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, and I am your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560, Hour 2. Richard Battle joining us now as he does on Wednesdays at this time. Richard, welcome. How's your week going? John, we're doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having us with you again. Always a joy. When tested, hang tough. And, you know, we're tested on almost a, I don't know about you, Richard, but it's almost a daily basis. It's just life. Well, between uh, personal testing and what's going on around the country, I yep. would agree yep. with you. And especially today, it kind of makes us wonder, do we need to hang tough when we're tested if we've got a nanny state to forgive everything? Reality is, yes. And I guess what we'll get into here <laughs> together is how do we do that? You know, how, how do we hang tough? Well, and, and I took the title of this from Major Dick Winters from the Band of Brothers that your audience may remember. Yep. The book of the same name or the HBO miniseries, and that was his thing with his troops as they went through training, preparing them for some of the strongest tests of World War II and to hang tough. And those men, when they were tested like that, they remembered it, and it enabled them to push on through tough times and survive at a higher rate than if they had not been motivated that way. And, you know, I think, and it's in our notes, you know, I, I realize some folks face, you know, more adversity than others. And frankly, Richard, I don't have an answer as to why some do and some don't. Although I will say that, you know, now that I'm older, I can, I think, say this versus maybe when I was even, you know, 10 or 15 years younger. Looking back on it, those times of adversity, now that I'm this age, I'm thankful for because from those is how I learned to become, you know, what I am today and get through some of those difficult times. And then, frankly, be able to share those, in my case, especially business-wise with clients and so on, be able to share some of those experiences with others to either help them get through what they're going through now or help them avoid it altogether. Well, that's exactly correct, and that that is the point from the standpoint of, we're all going to face tough times at certain times in our lives, and it doesn't matter how many or when. The question is, how do we respond, and what do we learn, and how does that prepare us in the future? And I would totally agree. I've had some significant adversities, as you know. Mm-hmm. I've had some fantastic successes as well. I learned more from the adversities. Yes. I wouldn't want to go yes. through any of them once, much less again, but looking for the lessons and trying to figure out how to utilize those lessons for myself and sharing them with others have helped me to face adversities as they've continued to come later in life. 
I and I again in my notes, but no, I I don't believe in running and hiding. You do need to stand and face the adversity. Now I also know, and I've learned this through the years, Richard, that depending upon the adversity or the you know the situation that you're going through, I will say that sometimes time can be. Uh, adverse or time can be your friend. And I think you need some wisdom in knowing, you know, do you go back and attack something immediately or is it best to let things lie for, in some cases, a day or maybe even several, depending upon what it is you're encountering. And what I've learned through the years is a knee-jerk reaction is not, in fact, typically it's not the best reaction. Well, that is is correct. And the illustration I, I wanted to include of one of my failures on how to respond to adversity was when I experienced an apartment fire some years back. And I heard the knock on the door from a neighbor saying, fire, get out. And I didn't sense any smoke. And so I casually put my contacts on and went to the bathroom. And by that time, a fireman had knocked the door in and was screaming at me to get out of a building. And I went and got a box of uh, my coin collection to take out and casually left the building where I saw this huge wall of flames and I went out the wrong door and all of that was wrong responses to an emergency type situation that I mishandled. Mm. And my neighbor Mm. less than 30 feet away from my bedroom as the crow flew died in that fire. And so it just goes to show sometimes we can make the wrong choices and I only survived because of the man upstairs had me covered that time yeah. for my idiocy, if yeah. you will. Yeah, no, I've, by the way, I've had some of those as well where you think to yourself, you know, why, you know, why am I, uh, you know, why am I still here? Because frankly, probably shouldn't be given some of the dumb things I've done over the years. But I also know that, that, you know, there are circumstances where, um, even the powers that be that are around you, Richard, may say, man, you know, you got to go handle that or you got to fight back or you got to do this or you got to fire off that email or you, you got to get a letter in the mail to get that handled. And sometimes it's like, you know, um, sometimes in this case, it might be best if I just let things lie for a day or two and then send out what I need to send out, especially if it's not a matter that, you know, is extremely, extremely pressing. If it's just a response to something, again, those are things, by the way, I've made mistakes in the past, Richard, where I didn't allow that time and I should have, I probably would have had a completely different response and I would have handled the situation probably in a much wiser fashion. And it would have come out better in the end had I done that. And again, I hate to say this, but you don't learn that unless you have somebody around guiding you or you've been through it yourself. That's exactly correct, the, the voice of experience. And our culture works against us today because of emails and texting, and it creates a situation. My, my young daughter, if she doesn't get a reply in a matter of 10 or 15 seconds from a text, she gets anxious mm-hmm. about it. And she, that creates a feeling that she needs to reply in 10 or 15 seconds right. uh, as well. And so I have to counsel her sometimes to Let's wait and think about it a little bit. Is this the best time for the response? And what is the best response? And that that comes from the experience of making the mistakes that we've made <laughs> earlier. 
<laughs> you, you got that right. I mean, I look back again, you know, being self-employed for, you know, as many years as I have and really starting out at an early age. And I'll admit, you know, you think, you know, certain things and yeah, you can tackle this. I mean, you can go to the moon and back, Richard, when you're in your twenties, especially. And as you start to gain a little experience and you start raising families and you start gaining some, and, and I just hate to say it, it just really is. You start gaining time that you just don't get any other way. And really quick, I, I'm not trying to, you know, hit you know hit hard on anything especially given what happened today in regards to student loans and so on but i'm afraid richard that we are now in an age where we've got young people that frankly their folks don't make them do much all the way through middle school and high school while guys like you and i were working they're really not doing much of anything they're hanging around playing video games hanging out with friends doing whatever not a lot of adversity not much life experience they then go to college graduate high school, go to college, and in a lot of cases, they're still not working. They've got student loans that have been able to fill in for all of the other things they need. And for all of you listening, by the way, student loans are not just for tuition. You can utilize those things to live off of if you would like and desire. That's probably my biggest issue I have with what's going on right now, Richard, is I can guarantee you that a lot of this money didn't just go for tuition. It went for a lot of other things. And my point being, a lot of these kids are leaving college at 22, 23 years of age and have zero, I mean literally zero life and or work experience where you guys like you and I, I had 10 years under my belt by then. Yes, and that is a terrific disservice to our young people. And I'm going to kind of modify this saying, but tough times build strong people. Mm. Strong people build easy times. Easy times create soft people, mm-hmm. and soft people create tough times. Yeah. And that's the cycle we're in right now yes. in that we've been so easy on young people mm-hmm. and as a disservice not preparing them for the tough things in life. And our parents and grandparents, they didn't get do-overs or bailouts. Nope. And I have a story about my dad, and there are government rescues, and Sometimes you won, sometimes you lost, and sometimes you were just glad to have a story to tell people after it was over with. Mm-hmm. And uh, the story I put in there was my dad, when he was 10 or 11 years old, was taken out to plow a field, and my grandfather couldn't get back to him uh, at the end of the day, and he was left overnight with only a wagon to stay in, no extra provisions beyond his lunch, no cell phone, nothing. And until the next day when they could come get him. And I, w- I would have loved to have asked him the question, because I didn't learn about it till he passed, of what went through his yeah. mind in that. Yeah. But he had to endure that, and that helped strengthen him and his self-reliance and helped his American can-do mm-hmm. spirit, which is what made this country successful. And the stronger Americans are, the stronger America is. And the stronger government is, the weaker Americans are. Well, to prove a point to dovetail into what you just said, if that were in today's world and a parent did that, they'd been in jail for child abuse. Yeah, they would have been popping sunshine to my grandfather in jail. I mean, that's the difference. And and by the way, I, I, I don't think that... What your your dad went through was a bad experience. Frankly, I think it's things that that a lot of young people, if they, if they had more. You know, life experience, more gumption, I guess you could say we'd have a different country, much of what we're talking about right now. So, that you know, really dovetailing into the book American, which is a new book out. Where do folks buy it at, Richard? Well, Made in America by Americans, not Americans, will publish on September 6th. It's available 
me. I will uh, start cracking that open, probably take that on uh, vacation with me here in the not-too-distant future and get a little reading in. So I appreciate that very much. Richard, always appreciate you know your words of wisdom. They're great. It, it, again, I, and I mean this sincerely. I always look forward to the chats that we have each and every week, and, and uh, I hope everybody else out there does as much as I do. I mean, I enjoy it. It, 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 it rejuvenates me. It pumps me up. It reminds me of the reason we're here and doing what we're doing each week, Richard, and, and, I, and I mean that sincerely. I appreciate your time each week. Well, thank you very much, and we always say God bless America. God bless you too, Richard. Thank you so much for all that you do. And, again, pre-order that book. And, again, that link and all that will be on our website as well. RoofMax, coming up next, Dave Hart wants to help you with all of your roofing needs. Don't forget, he can replace an entire roof or extend the life of your current roof. You'll have to look at your roof first to determine what's needed. And if you've had any kind of storm damage, do not call your adjuster or your insurance company or even your agent Call Dave first, 303-710-6916. Rejuvenation protects your roof from Colorado's weather where a replacement doesn't. The snow is all melted and the high winds are dying down and it finally feels like summer. With the snow gone, you can see damage on your neighbor's roof from fallen branches and other damage from intense wind. Thank God you got roof rejuvenation with Dave Hart from RoofMax. Luckily, you got your roof rejuvenated at a fraction of the cost of a full replacement. It gave you a 33% increase in hail protection and reactivated your seal strips so your shingles stayed on even in high wins. Your RoofMax rejuvenation restored the strength and flexibility to your roof, meaning fallen branches didn't damage it. Not to mention it makes your roof more water repellent, so snow and rain are even less likely to leak into your home. Call Dave Hart with RoofMax for a safe, effective, and cost-effective alternative to replacing your roof at 303-710-6916. And make sure to mention John Rush at KLZ 560 AM. Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers, and you may have some things around the house you'd like to do. Maybe you want to pull some of that equity out. Maybe you're thinking about moving. Whatever the case may be, talk to Kurt today. Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Want to keep making your 30-year payment but own in 15 years? Want to be able to access your equity for future needs and not pay for it now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. We have been showing Coloradans how to own their home in less time without changing their 30-year payment. Home values are at the highest in their history. Take advantage of being able to access your equity for 10, 20, 30 years without making payments now. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Worried about inflation? Everything getting too expensive? Learn how to be able to access your equity without having to refinance and pay closing costs over and over and over. Do it once and you're good for 30 years. Affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. Tired of paying too much interest to own your home? Stop. Learn how to lower your total interest cost, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001, and where it's all about you is not just our motto, it's who we are. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA. Now, back to Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, I do plan on talking about the uh, student forgiveness, I don't know what you call it, executive order, I guess, that President Biden passed. It didn't go through Congress, didn't go through the Senate, so he just went out on his own and did this, which I have 
legal questions even around that that we'll get into here at the bottom of the hour. I don't have any guests. I figure we can go through this very easily ourselves. I've got a few clips I'll play and so on. If you want to call in and chime in the bottom of the hour, feel free to do so, 303-477-5600. But to dovetail into what we were talking about with Richard a moment ago and the fact that we are becoming softer and softer as time goes by. By the way, the debt forgiveness, student loan debt forgiveness does the same thing. Now, this story I'm going to mention, precursor to this, this is not in America yet. So this is down under. But there is a teen who identifies as a cat that is allowed by the school to act feline and not speak. And they've lost their ever-loving minds. Many kids learn in different ways. Some are more visual while others absorb information better if they read about it. Okay, I get that. Can't disagree. But everyone learns best when they are comfortable and at ease. And for one teen in Australia, this means acting like a cat. I hope I can make it through this little segment, by the way. According to the Herald Sun, the girl identifies as a cat. And the private school she attends allows her to be nonverbal and act feline. So long as it doesn't become a distraction to other students. Okay. It already is. Just allowing this and not being verbal is a distraction. While the school didn't confirm the specifics, they did explain in a statement that some of the other students display a range of issues from mental health, anxiety, or identity issues, noting our approach is always unique to the student and will take into account professional advice and the well-being of the student. The school reportedly described the girl as phenomenally bright, and a source close to her family explained that no one seems to have protocol for students identifying as animals. But the approach has been that if it doesn't disrupt the school, everyone is being supportive. Now, this person might have a mental illness. And I, I guess if that were the case, then possibly there's a pass given here. If this, though, is just something this child is doing for attention, then we have real problems as far as I'm concerned. I, I Again, folks, I... You all know there's a big reason, and I've talked to my better half about this on a routine basis. I don't cover a lot of mental health topics on wealth on Wellness Wednesday, and I'm sorry. I just don't. I think partially because I think a lot of what we call mental health issues are just flat-out flat behavioral issues that some people have that we give them a pass on. It's my own opinion. I'm not a psychiatrist, never intended to be one, don't want to be one. I have a daughter-in-law that is one. But I think a lot of people just get a pass on what I would call behavioral issues that they then dovetail into, quote-unquote, mental issues, mental illness. My own thought. I'm not an expert, never claimed to be in that area. But there's a reason why I don't do a lot of mental illness uh, discussions on health and wellness Wednesday. And I'll be honest with you anymore. I'm not exaggerating guys. This is, this is not an exaggeration. I get one to three daily requests to have somebody come on air and talk about some sort of a mental 
issue. Whatever it be. Child, adult, male, female, sexual, on down the line we go. I'm not exaggerating. One to three a day. In some days more. I'm, just, I'm averaging it out. It's probably more like two to three a day. Where somebody wants to come on and talk about some sort of a mental health crisis issue, something. And, and I'll, maybe I'm wrong, but most of those just go in the trash. I don't, I don't really even read most of them. Mainly because I, I, I tend to think at times we are putting far too much emphasis on something that, frankly, it doesn't need. I'll be the first to admit it. In some cases, people just need a good old swift kick in the rear end and told, get after it. And get on with your life. And away we go. And yeah, life sucks sometimes. Get over it. Move on. Suck it up. We had our first guest in a 3 o'clock hour that, by the way, did just that. Talk about somebody that could easily have mental health issues. We've got a mom with a 3-year-old, a 2-year-old, and a newborn. And there's a knock on the door. And it's the men in uniform showing up, telling her that her husband is serving in Afghanistan is now no longer with us. By the way, how would you like to have that knock on the door? I would not like that. That would be a mental challenge all in and of its own. And you've seen even some of the TV shows and TV you know, movies and so on where people can see the car even driving up. Sometimes the family might be outside playing or whatever the case may be. And all of a sudden the military vehicle pulls up, the men in uniform, you know, get out. They're very solemn and everybody knows. Everybody knows. The entire neighborhood knows what's next. And the amount of grief that would come from that, I can't even imagine. But yet, we interviewed somebody in the first hour that took that grief and turned it into an entire nonprofit organization. She just got done running the Leadville 100. By the way, that's not 100 yards, 100 miles. 100 miles. Okay? She, if there was anyone that had an excuse to get down and depressed and, and you know, not love life would be someone along those lines. But she overcame it, which to me shows that it can be overcome. And I believe anyone can. It depends on who's around them and how they're being helped or not. In the case of this girl, the, the kitty cat girl, that literally wants to identify as a cat, and this is down in a private school in Australia, and they're allowing her to do so. Again, I don't know all of this backstory, the... You know, whether the she's got mental problems, the article doesn't say that, so I don't know. And, and, and again, if this, if this individual has some serious mental illness and or has other things going on in her world that, you know, this is what she needs to do to learn, then, you know, so be it. But you wonder is, and by the way, if that's not the case, you have to wonder, is this the best approach? I would tell you, no, it's not. Giving someone a pacifier when it's not needed is not a good approach. Speaking of pacifiers, Joe just gave out a big one. Up to $10,000. Well, 10000 to 20000 depending upon whether you had a Pell Grant or not, for certain classes of individuals when it comes to student loan debt forgiveness. I'll get into that as soon as we come back. If you want to call in, give me your thoughts. We talked about it some yesterday. I, I, we all knew it was coming. I believe this is a tool 
that they're using to buy votes. We talk about that on the National Crawford Roundtable. But I've got some other things that I want to throw into this that even you know my son and I and some others talked about today that I'll get into in just a moment. Bruce Simmons is up next, though. He's our reverse mortgage specialist. And there's a lot of misconception on reverse mortgages even to this day, and sometimes it's from family members themselves. So before you listen to anyone else, including other family members, could be siblings, could be you know grandchildren or children, before you listen to any of that, talk to Bruce first. He'll explain how it all works, and you can make a decision as to what's right for you. 303-467-7821. A satisfied Bruce Simmons client. I first started listening to him probably about three or four years ago. The first show intrigued me, so it got me to the point where Bruce explaining things, you know, I felt like I could trust him. I decided, because I was also searching for financial planners, and he was talking about the possibility of using a HECM or, a rever- you know, other reverse mortgages for, as a fourth leg to your, to your retirement planning. You know, it's a fourth leg to stand on if you really need the cash flow, you know, which is what my case was. I really need the cash flow because I don't have all that much saved. He didn't sugarcoat anything. For someone like me, I just thought, you know what, this is making more and more sense to me that he was just as ethical and as upstanding as they come. Hi, Bruce Simmons here with Reverse Mortgage Radio. I can answer your reverse mortgage questions. Visit klzradio.com slash reverse to learn more. Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith, who, as we talked earlier, I uh, met, met with Al before we came on air today. And one of the things that he said that happens sometimes when he's with clients is they get to that point where they're in retirement and then they wonder, OK, now what? They have nothing to do and they start getting bored. And Al helps with those folks even once they get to retirement, figuring out what else they can do in life. In a lot of cases, he'll do that on the front side and really coach you through what are you going to do? with your life once you get there. That's what Al does. KLZRadio.com, 303-744-1128. Inflation affects everyone differently. It seems strange because everyone is spending more money in certain categories. Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial explains that your situation is unique and that just because prices are inflated doesn't mean inflation affects you the same way it affects everyone else. You can live with inflation as you have before by combining trips, staying local, or being frugal. But since inflation affects you uniquely, you should personalize your financial plan. Al Smith knows that it's the big picture planning that matters the most when the market is down. He can help you make financial moves that, unless you're a financial planner, you wouldn't think of. Like maximizing your 401k in a market downturn. Create a strategy with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. And enjoy the comfort of understanding how financial circumstances, like inflation, affect your personal financial situation. Visit klzradio.com slash money or call Al Smith at 303-744-1128. That's 303-744-1128. Geno's Auto Service. It's Geno's with the J. And don't forget, they can do everything your vehicle needs. They've got an AC special that runs till the end of the month. 303-794-6700. Now is the time to take advantage of Geno's Auto Services Air Conditioning Recharge Special. We're off to a very hot start to summer here in Colorado. Refrigerant in your air conditioning systems needs to be able to absorb heat to cool your vehicle's interior. But refrigerant gets contaminants, evaporates, and breaks down over time. We use a cooling machine that takes out the refrigerant, cleans it, and we put it back, topping off with Freon at the right level. Stay cool this summer by making sure your system is up to date and ready for this year's summer heat. As members of Colorado 
Colorado Auto Care will back it up with Napa's nationwide 36,000 miles or 36 months peace of mind warranty. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick it up when ready. We're AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. We invite you to check out all our Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. So as you know, it's all over the news. It was being talked about yesterday, even we had it on our program. And that is the student loan forgiveness that Biden, I believe, signed today, if I'm not mistaken. It's a, it's a done deal, I think. Now, whether it will stay that way and will anyone challenge it, will there be any lawsuits over it? Um, you know what? I, those I don't have answers to, folks. I wish I did, but I don't. Um, the other question that I have is, will this be taxable income? Because it's essentially money that they borrowed that they now no longer have to pay back. In theory, I think in, in all practical purposes, this would be considered money they received. So frankly, this, in my opinion, should be taxable. It'd be interesting to see how that gets handled with the IRS and, and, you know, and so on. Maybe if Dan from Blackhawk is listening, he can call in because I, I think, in my opinion, this should be. I know personal, you know, on, on my own personal side, uh, I've never had any loans forgiven, but I know there's been times where I, I know that even if, because I checked this at one time because of some circumstances that were, were going on uh, years and years ago, business-wise, I... I learn that even if a loan is discounted to you, that can be considered income. So you, again, I I think this is a situation where this should be considered income for these particular individuals. Um, Their only stipulation of this, I believe, is how much money you make. So the student loan repayment program pause will be extended through December 31st. If you received a Pell Grant in college and you make less than $125,000 annually, I believe even as a couple it's two fifty, you'll be eligible for up to $20,000 in debt cancellation. So it just goes away. If you did not receive a Pell Grant and you make less than one you you'll be eligible for a $10,000 debt cancellation. If you have undergraduate loans, you can cap your repayment at 5% of your monthly income. Nearly 8 million borrowers could be eligible to get out or to get relief, I should say, automatically based upon income data from the U.S. Department of Education. Eight million. So throw, the, throw this out there to all of you listening. How do you feel about paying off somebody else's debt that you didn't incur? And for some of you listening, most of you listening, these are people making decent money. Okay. $125,000 or less. So you can make 120 grand a year out of the degree that you obtained and if you had a Pell grant and a regular loan, 20 grand can be forgiven. I don't know what your education loans would have been, but I'm guessing that's substantial. And I and you as net taxpayers are paying the bill. 
keep in mind, keep in mind, this is federal money that you and I as taxpayers loaned to these individuals some years ago, depending upon when they went to college. It is now money that we as taxpayers will not get back. Simple as that. And it is 100% being used politically to garner votes out of a particular segment of the population that most likely is liberal. Let's say it for what it is. They bought votes. He bought votes. Joe Biden. If anybody on the left disagrees, please let me know. I'd like to know how this doesn't buy votes. And isn't it interesting that the timing of this is literally a couple of months before an election? A week and two months? So what is it, Charlie? Two months, two weeks, roughly before the election? My gut feeling is this was timed this way. I didn't talk about this in the roundtable, by the way, this way, because I had to think about it a little bit more today. But this is timed because I believe the abortion debate has waned. Yeah, they had some some traction on that early on with some of the primaries and so on, but it, it's waning. And the reason it's waning is because people are figuring out they can still get abortions. Okay, that's bottom line. Didn't end abortion. We said that when that happened in the first place. So it didn't end abortion. People are still getting them. So that has waned. The Trump raid is also waning. Remember, it's now been two weeks and there's no details on why they did the raid. None. Not a peep. Not even a peep as to why they issued the warrant. I'll be honest with you. The reason is because there's, no, there's nothing there. You're seeing a lot of things trickle out places like, you know, the slate and the Hill and so on, that they talk about how there may have been nuclear program secrets that were in those boxes that Trump had. It, truthfully, folks, I believe it's all hogwash. Not true. These, by the way, are documents that Trump had had ever since leaving that they asked for some back and got. They then said, hey, whatever you've got remaining, lock up. He did. This really is just a cat and mouse game that they're playing, and I believe that it already has backfired to a certain degree. So we've got abortion that's really slid off the radar. The raid has produced nothing, and in a way it's not done nothing but pump Trump up. They need votes, folks. They need votes. This is a vote garnishment. That's all it is. They're, they're garnishing votes by doing this. On the same token, they're going to ostracize some as well. You may have some that were on the fence as to which way to vote. That all of a sudden, and what I mean by some, some that paid their student debt, maybe these are folks that are in their 30s, 40s. They paid their debt fully. Or they make just a little bit above the 125. So they may be young enough to where they're still paying it, but they're making over the 125. Maybe they're a doctor, a lawyer, engineer, whatever, and they're making enough money where it's over that limit. They're not going to get forgiveness. This is a poke in their eye that is going to make them vote the other direction. 
And what I think the left is banking on here is that there's more votes of people that will receive the forgiveness than there is of those that will be ticked off. I think they're sorely mistaken. There are a lot of individuals, myself included, that are going to be ticked. Now, I'm not going to change my vote because I was already on the right side of the aisle. But there is going to be folks in the middle that are trying to decide what to do. Let's take Suburban Mom, who we know is an important vote. And Suburban Mom, there's two Suburban Moms, by the way. Younger Suburban Mom already has student debt. Maybe has paid most of it off. And maybe Suburban Mom is married to somebody where they're making more than 250 a year between the two of them. And there's no debt forgiveness for them. Or there's older suburban mom who had kids that took out loans that maybe they, mom and dad, even helped pay for on top of the loans. And mom and dad are looking at each other like, where's our forgiveness? We worked hard. We worked double shifts. We did all sorts of things to make this work. Where's, where's our payback? And by the way, there's one of those individuals I want to play. And this is, I'll just preface this. This is going to be hard to hear, so listen closely. This is the best I could do because this is after a speech that Elizabeth Warren gave. And a gentleman walked up to her to ask several questions about this very topic. Here you go. I was hoping the teacher would So you're going to pay for people who didn't save any money, and those of us that did the right thing get screwed. No, it's not anybody got screwed. Of course we did. My buddy had fun, bought a car, went on vacations. I saved my money. He made more than I did. But I worked a double shift, worked extra. My daughter's work, she was 10. So you're laughing. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. We did the right thing, and we get screwed. I appreciate that. You're going to hear more of that, by the way. And guess what? He's right. He got screwed, like a lot of you out there listening are. This guy worked a double shift. His daughter worked from the time she was 10. His neighbor didn't. His neighbor played, went on vacation, bought cars, didn't save. Who's getting screwed? The guy that worked and saved is getting screwed. You're going to see a lot more of that, by the way, I believe, in the not-too-distant future. And that particular voting bracket, I believe, is going to bring others with them because they're ticked. This is another situation where I firmly believe it's going to backfire on the Democrats. They think this is garner lots of votes, going to garner, garner, going to garner a lot of votes. I believe it's the opposite. You're going to have a lot of folks in middle America that either sent their kids to college and paid, or their own kids went and got loans and paid, or their kids went into the trades, or they were like me, never went to college, but did a business or something else. And they're now left on the hook to pay for everybody else that went and played. And like I said earlier, I want to make sure I'm perfectly clear here. I want to make sure that I'm perfectly clear. Not all that money that gets borrowed on loans goes to tuition. It can go to room and board. 
It can go to clothing. It can go to food. It can literally go to just about anything you want it to go to. As long as you agreed to pay it back, you can use it for whatever you want to. Because most of those people that borrowed money borrowed more than their tuition. They borrowed enough to do other things, basically to live on through their college years. Not everybody. I understand that. Not everybody. But a lot did. And the people that didn't and that are now not going to have any kind of forgiveness at all, everybody else that's irked it out, you and me, I paid, I, paid, I paid college tuition for kids. I had some kids get small loans on their own. Not, I didn't sign on them, by the way. I would not have. But some of them did. And they've all been paid back, by the way. So, again, you're going to have some in, a middle, in middle America, a lot in middle America, that are going to be really, really ticked. In fact, I think you're going to see this be a major backfire for the left, they think it's going to work in their favor, but frankly, it's not. High five plumbing. I'm going to come back and talk more about that, by the way. 303-477-5600 is our number. High five plumbing. Levi and Cassie are the owners there. Great business they run. They're looking for help, but also they're looking to help you. <clears throat> if you've got any kind of plumbing need, including maintenance issues that you need to get taken care of. Swamp coolers, for example, which almost to the point where you'll start shutting those down and servicing them for winter. If that's you, give High Five a call. They can do all of that for you. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or klzradio.com. Experts need physical eyes on the problem, but you'd like to know how much it's going to cost before you commit to one plumber, especially when it's a big fix. High Five Plumbing gives you FaceTime digitally with High Five Live because to give you an honest quote, ethical plumbers need to see the problem. With High Five Live, you get the real price without waiting around all day. Your session tells you what needs to be done faster than seeing an in-person plumber. That way, you get the chance to talk to a master plumber before they dispatch anyone to your location. Get your estimate while avoiding any unnecessary wait times and substantial dispatch fees. For a limited time, KLZ listeners get a free tub of pipe clearing BioClean with the completion of any service. Schedule your appointment service fee-free by mentioning KLZ through High Five at HighFivePlumbing.com for an estimate from a real plumber. That's HighFivePlumbing.com. You can also call 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. All right, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, folks. Again, anything you need around the house, electrical, heating, air conditioning. Don't forget to ask about the Quiet Cool system as well. Great guys, great company. You'll love working with them. Uh, Again, best way to do it is just go to klzradio.com. Think about what you have at home right now that could be damaged in a surge. The average home is exposed to thousands of electrical surges every day. Protect yourself from a potentially harmful electrical surge with absolute electrical heating and air today. Most of these surges are harmless, but without the proper surge protection, you face permanent damage to major electrical components. Anything plugged in without internal surge protection is at risk, including your refrigerator, furnace, air conditioning, or dishwasher. Safeguard your assets with surge protection installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Newer appliances usually contain computer chips that are more expensive to replace than to protect. At that point, considering the current chip shortage and wait times, you might as well buy the appliance again. Avoid potential loss. Get a whole home surge protector installed by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 
720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Does your life seem hectic? Do you live paycheck to paycheck? Do you have trouble achieving your goals? John Rush can help you get your personal affairs in order by using his 40 years of knowledge and experience in the business, nonprofit, and coaching worlds. Your business or career is an extension of your daily life, and without success in your daily life, you can't make lasting improvements to your business, your nonprofit, or your career. Get your personal and or professional life dialed in with guidance from John Rush, who is a small business owner and business-slash-life consultant. This unique offering gives you the chance to learn inside secrets of executive functioning directly from a successful professional and thought leader. The help you will gain in the planning of your personal affairs from John Rush is invaluable, especially if you own your own business. Remember, your business is an extension of you. Email John now to learn how he can help you. John at RushMediaInc.com. That's John at RushMediaInc.com. Get your life back today. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. You want to play everybody a reminder, by the way, going back in time a little bit, not that far, by the way, to a clip from Nancy Pelosi. Especially for those of you that are on the left. Because, yeah, I know there's lefties that listen. You need to hear what your own Speaker of the House has to say about student loan forgiveness. Here we go. There's been a lot of back and forth between the administration and Democrats here on Capitol Hill about uh, student loans and canceling student loan debt. Mm-hmm. Each has said, well, the president can do this by executive order. Uh, the president has said, oh, let's do it by legislation. Can you explain why the administration and Democrats in Congress pushing for this are, are, are fighting this out this way? Why, I, mean, I mean, it would, it would seem there's not the votes to pass the bill. Is that, in fact, the case? Is that why Congress is... No. Well, thank you for your question. It's so refreshing to get a question on substance and, and process, but not <laughs> responding to whatever. Um, here's the thing. People think that the President of the United States... Is this more on the subject than you ever want to know? Will you let me know? People think that the President of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. He can postpone, he can delay, but he does not have that power. That would has to be an act of Congress. And um, uh, I, I, I don't even like to call it forgiveness because that in, implies a transgression. It's not to be forgiven. Get just freeing people from those obligations. Uh, so it, 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 the question of who gets forgiven, whether, to use the term of art that is out there, uh, is, a, is a debate. Do we use the, whatever money there is for the broadest base of support of the, those with um, more people with even less debt or fewer people with more debt? That's a policy discussion. But the difference between the president, the president can't do it. So that's not even a discussion. Not everybody realizes that. I'll stop it there. She's got another minute of blabbering that she does. But the reality is he does not have that power. He did it. And by the way, I'm hoping that somebody will come along and sue him for what he did today. And hope this goes to the Supreme Court. Sorry for the notification. But one more thing I would like to play that Joe Biden had to say. I believe this was... 
today, actually. Here we go. The president, is this unfair to people who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own the multi-billion dollar businesses and see what these guys give them all the tax breaks? Is that fair? What do you think? Dumbest answer you could ever give, by the way. Again, that's not doing anything to help him with that middle-of-the-road voter. He, he, the answer was, or the question was, is this fair to those that had loans and paid them off? Simple question. Biden's answer back is, is it fair for multibillion-dollar corporations to get tax breaks? I would have quickly responded, sir, you should talk to Congress about the tax breaks because they're the ones that set that up. And also... They should be the ones deciding who gets student loan forgiveness and not you. You don't have that power. A sharp reporter should have said what I just said. I would have, and I'm not a reporter. Somebody needs to call him out for what he's doing that's, frankly, illegal. He doesn't have the power to do this. Very few people in media, by the way, are talking about this. They're just talking about what's it going to do and... Who's it going to you know, bring in his votes and blah, 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 blah. I, no, I want the legality of it. Is it even legal? I don't think it is. I don't think he has the power to do this. Because he's actually handling budgetary items that I don't believe he has the power to do. No more than I, I think he's wrong and has the power to send money and aid to, Af, you know, to uh, not Afghanistan, but to the Ukraine on a regular basis. Which we keep doing. Outside of Congress. He does not have that authority either. And for those of you that on the left would say, well, he's just helping people out. Okay. He's helping out his voter base. We know that colleges produce mostly lefties. Very few colleges produce conservative voters. They all, for the most part, produce liberals. We've seen it over and over and over again. So they're just pandering to their what they think is going to be their voting base. It also looks good for those that may just be turning 18 right now. Oh, wow. Look at all those people that just got their loans forgiven. He's my guy. I should vote for him. Or I should vote for that party as we head into 2022. That, that's what they're thinking, by the way. Again, I, I want to ask the question, is this even legal? Because I don't believe that it is. And for those of you that are on the left, what would it have been like if Trump, even during COVID, would have said, wow, you know what? I want a list of all the conservative businesses that are out there that have SBA loans. Because you know what? I'm just going to forgive them. I'm going to give each business that's got an SBA loan, that's a conservative, by the way, $25,000 of relief off their SBA loan. Just, just off the top. You don't have to pay it back. You guys on the left would have had a royal cow. It wouldn't have happened. First of all, I don't think it's legal either. It didn't happen. But how is this any different? How is what Joe Biden just did any different? I don't think there's any difference, folks. No different than if Donald Trump would have told conservatives, I want a list of conservative FHA homeowners that have FHA loans because we're going to forgive $25,000 off the top of your mortgage. How is it any different, folks? You that are on the left, how is this any different? Please answer that for me. I know you're listening. 
I'm guessing you don't have an answer, because to me, there is no difference. None whatsoever. Take a break. We'll come back, finish things up for this hour. American National Insurance is next. Again, another thing that I, I talk about this a lot on my other programs, but the Louisville Marshall Fire that happened up there in Louisville Superior, East Boulder, 8 out of 10 people being underinsured. These are mostly lefties, by the way, that live in million-dollar homes that were underinsured, 8 out of 10. I say mostly lefties. Why? I, folks, I live there. I know who lives there. I, I know the environment very well. It's my stomping grounds of where I grew up and lived for many, many years, up until 2016. And still have a business in that area. So, yes, I know it very well. These were liberals that were underinsured. You don't need to be them. Don't act like a liberal. Be properly insured. Call American National Insurance. Talk to Paul Lewinberger and make sure that you're properly insured and figure out how to save money at the same time, and he can help you do all of that. 303-662-0789. Every time you use insurance, it costs you down the road. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance rewards you when you make responsible decisions. When times get tough, the first thing people want to do is cut their coverage. Cut back too much, and it'll cost you more than you thought you were saving. Paul Lewinberger's rebate program incentivizes you to delay gratification. When you don't make a claim for three years, you'll get a rebate. He'll make sure you're properly covered so that when you need to make a claim, you'll have what you need to be made financially whole again. When you're reliable, Paul Lewinberger gives you some money back. When you're facing economic hardship or otherwise, get properly insured with Paul. You'll get a return on the money you invested in your financial stability. Work with Paul Lewinberger. Call 303-662-0789. Call Paul at 303-662-0789 for home and auto insurances that save you down the road. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, numbers afternoon rush, KLZ 560. So my son Richard, he just sent something that, this is on 9 News, must have just come up. You can't apply for a new student loan forgiveness yet, but you can sign up for alerts. You might not even need to apply. So, 9 News is kind of breaking it down as to what you can do if you've got forgiveness coming your way. Um, again, I, I've talked about the last half hour. I don't need to talk about it much more. I, I'm totally, totally against this. I, I feel like this is just really a slap in the face of a lot of folks that got student loans, paid them off, did what they were supposed to do. And he's now just going to go out and forgive everybody else's. No, folks, it's not fair. For those of you that paid it off, good job, thank you. And you should be ticked. And you should share that rage, by the way, with everyone else you know so that they understand where you're coming from. We'll be back. Hour number three is next. Don't go anywhere. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.